0: Money FM 89.3, best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3. I'm Elliot Danker. It's now time for Why It Matters. I want to talk about Dow Jones. You've heard of this, right? The global provider of best-in-class risk data, integrated technology solutions, and one of my favorites, due diligence services for managing regulatory and reputational risks. They've announced a partnership with global management consulting firm Oliver Wyman to launch Factiva Sentiment Signals. Now, this platform will be an industry-leading corporate risk solution that'll deploy news-derived data to help businesses predict credit downgrades up to three months in advance. And this unique predictive solution will also provide businesses the ability to analyze thousands of global news sources and company profiles to identify emerging risks and pre credit downgrades ahead of time. So we're going to find out a lot more about this in the studio. With me is Tracy Mabry, who is General Manager of Factiva Dow Jones. Tracy, welcome.
1: Well, thank you, Elliot. It's great to be here.
0: This is very interesting. I love these sorts. Of things, these sort of predictive (laughs) models looking at patents profiling. Uh, It sounds like a fun one, but I guess to start us off, give us an introduction of what Factiva is and what it'll do.
1: Oh, absolutely. So Factiva overall, we are the news and business intelligence aggregation service for Dow Jones. So basically what that means is news and media and company and people data from all over the world, local, regional, global, are part of our publisher ecosystem. So, we bring in all that information and we make sure it gets to people the way that they want it, when they want it, and why they want it.
0: This really emphasizes the post-COVID world that we live in, where if we want to progress and we want to come up with such solutions, we need partnerships. Tell us about the partnership.
1: Oh, definitely. I think, you know, in this world, we all have very significant core competencies and major contributions. And for us to really bring things to market quickly and do things that are really important to investors in the financial community, being able to really link together who is the best in the business. And we really think Dow Jones and Oliver Wyman is the best in the business for these credit risk solutions.
0: So how does it work? Am I looking at just like news articles? How do I do that measurement? Or is AI going to do all of that for me?
1: Luckily for you, (laughs) AI is going to do a lot of it. Uh, So what we really did was the news articles, all the information in Factiva, we have two and a half billion articles archived across Factiva. We have 600,000 that come in every single day. So Mm -hmm. for you to read all of that, for me to read all of that would be a lot. (laughs) So what we do is we bring all of that into natural language processing, AI, and what Oliver, Wyman was able to do is bring it all together from an algorithmic standpoint and have a great charting mechanism that's very easy to use for all of the end users to be able to predict when that new sentiment starts to trend negative and how that negative news could impact a credit rating for a company.
0: This is brilliant. So, I'm actually a former government investigator and I do profiling. We kind of put together personally profiles and a lot of that, right, from a, and we're talking 20 years ago, it's all... <laughs> I know the, the
1: feeling. F- I've been there.
0: (laughs) We're all looking at Patents. Yeah. So now the AI is helping to look at patents. I've had this burning question on my mind when it comes to how AI is doing it. Are there, I don't know, ethical issues surrounding it? What have you guys had to deal with?
1: Well, certainly we're not dealing specifically with patents. We deal with curated content. It's okay. actual journalism, right? So it's a person just it's like... It's put out there It's already. put out there. Okay. The content okay. has been created by someone. And we feel the same way about the content that's getting created by journalists as you're talking about with patents. Mm-hmm. It is content mm-hmm. that... We we, as Factiva, we license the content. So we're going out and we're saying, hey, publication, media organization, would you like to be part of us? We'll pay you royalties. We want journalism to be a business and okay. stay in business. So we're looking at that as being a really important component for AI. So we're really leading with that ethical component. We want to be transparent about who our data is coming from. We want to know that we're compensating journalists for that data. And we want to know that we're sending it out, not by some kind of magical recommendation mm-hmm. matrix, but mm-hmm. what's really relevant on the topic. So you know essentially you're ordering something and you know you get what you're ordering
0: okay well I get what's going on there simply because I've been in the system but I can't help but think that someone out there just listening is going to go oh what about privacy issues is this something that you guys have to deal with as well
1: absolutely so we deal with the privacy issues I think a few different ways and we're looking at you know the privacy of company data the privacy of the news information data that's exactly why we license directly we actually have copyright contract documents with these various publishers so they have articulated to us what thing we can do with the data, and we only do with the data what we're allowed to do. So we make sure that when it gets to end clients, these financial institutions, the Oliver Weinman product, uh, that data is all available for companies to use and They are in in regulatory compliance.
0: Academic professors and analysts are now going, oh gosh, uh, (laughs) these guys are doing this based on trends. But talk to us a bit about the importance. You know, obviously we've highlighted responsible AI usage, Mm -hmm. but the importance of all of that when it comes to predicting trends and how businesses will use it.
1: Oh, definitely. The new Component, you know, certainly it's not just looking at news, right? And I think hopefully for our academic institutions out there do not want to give you that that thought process that you're getting a bit of a Rolodex of, of news information. But the idea of it is that news, intrinsically, when you have it enabled from a metadata taxonomy standpoint, we're able to glean really quickly sentiment, right? I can say something's bad, I can say something is very bad. I'll sure. say something is good, I'll say something is very good. Those sentiment signals, both in terms of kind of the velocity of the news that's coming in. That's either positive or negative and how kind of differential those statements are really allow us to take the true content and data that's sitting underneath the news article and really start to align trends. You hear enough that you're hearing, I think this is going to be very difficult for company X you can pretty much predict that something is going to start to happen with Company X.
0: Tracy, I watch too much TV. The implications of this and potential that this can be used in government sectors uh, looking at geopolitical trends for that matter. I mean, that makes the news cycle. It's out there anyway. Do you see this technology going even wider?
1: I, we, I, I think we hope so. And certainly because we're looking at the Sentiment Signals product as being a product line for us and really having something that's fit for purpose. And that's going to be very specific in those areas. You know, I think the geopolitical... Comment you made is a very valid one. We're looking at it also from a supply chain standpoint, right? Just like we're talking about credit risk and you can be really predictive about potential downgrades, you can also look at supply chain issues. Mm. Our supply chain was having so many challenges and being here in Singapore, I'm seeing all these wonderful ships in your port out there, you know, to really look at where am I going to be having issues in a supply chain, whether I'm investing in the supply chain side or I'm a procurement person at a large manufacturing conglomerate, those supply chain components can be really challenging to Mm. unpack and really being able to drill into those and say, oh, I am an have a problem here because of X, Y, or Z going on out here.
0: And it's beyond just the shipping company. It's all the components that are going through that funnel as right.
1: well. It's did the container get there? Did yeah. what's getting loaded on the container? Yeah. Did something get missed and that the part is incomplete? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a very, you know, again, very, very complex information. If we put all of the data together, you do start to see patterns in the data and reliant on transparency and trust and that you're getting factual information from legitimate sources
0: helps in that regard a lot. There you go. And Black Friday was my biggest problem there, even more out there. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, Tracy, any chance you could give us, I don't know, a real life example of how this is deployed? Any case study that you could share with us?
1: sure. I mean, we're looking at it from, you know, a real financial institution standpoint. We have, you know, for the Sentiment Signals product, I'll I'll give you one example there and then even a broader example for Factiva overall, that, you know, the credit risk product is really sitting there with a portfolio management or, you know, a larger asset management institution that's looking at a portfolio. We're able to bring that full portfolio into the Sentiment Signals product and really begin to analyze on an individual company basis and even a sector and industry standpoint on a more broad basis when there might be certain and credit challenges coming in that particular company or industry. So we're actually putting that out there, and it's laying against the global market data solutions, a world which I also came from, to really be able to say, look, what are we going to be looking at from that predictive amount, as you said, even up to three months out. Okay. So we're using it in various areas. We're looking at it, too, from those procurement, those supply chains, credit risk officer scenarios, mm-hmm, and Factiva overall. We're no stranger to the financial institution. We've got a great footprint in investment banking and equity research, for M&A activity and whatnot. Mm. So uh, we're uh, very happy to continue to bring something else to market. Interesting.
0: I'm just thinking of it from that mind map point of view. If let's say I'm this company and I'm looking at an M&A, most Mm -hmm. of the time, company A would go through, I don't know, one of these investigative firms that looks at geopolitical risk for that matter. Is it a partnership with those firms or do you go directly to company A or is it an entire web that I'm thinking of here?
1: It's a bit of a web, right? Like I look at it very much. You call It's something very techy called the knowledge graph, right? I kind of look at it like a, D- a DNA module, right? Okay. Like there's a very three-dimensional component when you're either looking at m a activity or you're looking at tracking sectors. And it's like, how do I kind of pinpoint that? It's like, I'm going to look through that bit and that's my problem child mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very much that component that can be used on either side of the transaction.
0: Tracy, uh, here's another question. And this is from that security point of view. Is the software smart enough or the AI smart enough to decipher what's fake news? Is there a risk of it being manipulated I'm sure that there are experts on that.
1: I think if it was somebody else than us, there could be. But I think the point is, is that, you know, with Factiva, we bring everything in. It's licensed. We have source citations and audit trails going back to all of the sources. And that is absolutely how we are going to continue to do it going forward. We're not offering web crawl content. We're not offering anything that we can't validate, vet and know it's a source of where it came from.
0: It's going to be quite interesting. I mean, I'm already imagining how this could be used in a landscape like a political election for that matter, because, you know, I mentioned fake news. You know where I'm going. <laughs> Uh, final question, a very curious one about the innovative predictive modeling. What, what can we expect from this? Where do you see this going, you know, in terms of supporting that corporate risk assessment, that analysis assessment?
1: I think there's a lot of places that it could go. I was actually in Davos at the World Economic Forum. and I'm as, as you can imagine, <laughs> yes, it was incredibly cold. Your weather is much better here. But I will say AI and AI's impact on financial institutions and even that geopolitical component since financial institutions and corporations and geopolitics is so intertwined there is going to be so much more to come but what i can tell you that was really interesting and what you're going to figure out probably leaves me feeling very very good everyone's top of mind was ethical stewardship of ai and it was fantastic
0: exactly instead of spending time worrying about ai taking over the value proposition of us humans is that we are able to decide what's ethical
1: absolutely absolutely
0: i've been speaking with tracy mabry who is general manager Effectiva dow jones thank you so much for your time today thank you so much